back to the Crossover Podcast, the show where you get comics, pop culture, and sports, and it is sports time as we are talking week four in the National Football League. I'm your host, as always, Matt Pierce, and joining me today is Craig Needles. How are you, Craig? Doing well. All right, good to have Craig Needles here. Uh, and running up the trifecta, as always, is Bill Needles. How are you, Bill? I am excellent, thank you very much. All right, so uh, before we get into week uh, four, we got to talk about I mean, we had a decent week gambling, and, uh, you know, Billy had a really good week. Craig and I kind of mid. Uh, I was waffling back. You know what? I can't even I can't even do the intro. We, we got to address the elephant in the room. Craig, the Broncos gave up 70 points, man. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't very fun to watch. No, I knew they were going to get smoked. I, I talked about the safety depth being a problem oh. uh, last week on this podcast, and then after I said that, Justin Simmons was ruled out out of the game so as soon as that happened i'm like all right it's gonna be a long day did not think it'd be a 70 points long day though and here we are yeah and um like, so i don't know what not happened. even a defensive touchdown like, right like seven ten nope, ten regular defense gave up whole 70 oh yeah it was something broncos uh, defense and, and, like, uh, slash yeah. special team still scored two points in fantasy if you're wondering if, if fantasy is touchdown. Real. yep I, yeah I, I will say this I'm actually through three games. I'm actually fine with where the offense is at. I really am. Like there's, yes. there's been a couple of weird plays that, that shouldn't have happened, but the offense is fine. The defense I've been saying for a while is bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I mean, I was all I had the Broncos as one of my five. I thought that that was uh, as some people uh, on other gambling podcasts refer to it. I thought that was a rat line. I thought we were getting extra points with Denver because of the public perception of Miami. Oh, how wrong I was. But also, the Broncos got hosed on a couple of things. Like, you should have had two t- – uh, there were there were two touchdowns that got called sure. back for, for nonsense, but, but you know, that doesn't help you when you, lose, when you give up 70, right? Like, the, off- the offense got hosed. The defense did not get hosed. The defense deserved to true. give up what they gave up. They missed 24 tackles in that football game. Ugh. 24. There, yeah, and there's that one clip of uh, HN running down the, uh, the sidelines and – uh, I don't know. Broncos just look like Madden, like ninety nine something, where you hit the X button too early and you just dive. <laughs> like, yeah. Oh god, it was it was so bad. Um, yeah. Wow. Billy, you had a rough week too. The Vikings. Uh, I mean, I guess we could talk about that Brandon Staley move real quick. I. I uh... I, I kind of liked that he went for it. I know even like even the analytics guys came out and said eh, he probably should have punted there, but the difference was like four percent or something like that. Like he like he he I don't know it was like a negative four percent, like eighty eight percent he should have punted and like I don't know eighty two or something. So maybe it's like six percent or whatever. But but it was a single digit amount of percentage points different. It wasn't some he made some bumbling move, but I mean maybe call a better play than the fullback dive up the middle that everybody hates <laughs> like i i don't know maybe not maybe not give the ball to a guy in a dead position maybe give it to your quarterback who was like 44 for 48 with nearly 400 yards at that point maybe let him maybe let him make the decision i don't know um yeah, yeah that, that that's what i would have done if i <laughs> if i was staley so staley's he's making the right moves the next step is calling the right plays so <laughs> progress <laughs> i guess with brian staley uh yeah how do you feel about your vikings going down you know what? Like the the uh, they got the yardage again. It was the same thing. They're putting the ball on the ground, and they even had a couple fumbles that got brought back that were pretty questionable. So they could have had a, a couple more turnovers there. I think they just have to clean up those mistakes. But those mistakes are game changing. So until they do that, they're not going anywhere. Defense needs to look better. 
offense looks good, but they're really airing it out. So I'm hoping Akers can make a difference there when he's back because Madison put that ball on the ground too many times. One thing that we can say, I mean, we had we had kind of a midweek, except for Bill, who had a good week. But one thing that we can say we did is we survived one of the all-time survivor-slash-eliminator-pool apocalypse Sundays. My God, the, uh, the, the, the Cowboys were in a lot of tickets, the Ravens were in a lot of tickets, and the Jaguars were in a ton of tickets. And we just calmly took the Kansas City Chiefs and went about our business into week four. And here we are. So that, We that, didn't that even know good. Taylor Swift was going to be at the game when we took them. Yeah, you know, that that's easy. true. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, man, that, that isn't getting beaten in the ground at all in the last I've read more about days. that than any NFL player this week. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah, like it was it was. Well, here's else. the thing. She's the most famous person on the planet. Yeah, and I suppose. What she does is get, uh, I think she is, and, uh, and what she does is going to get attention. And, you know, I think it's, uh, yeah. I, I, if, if they're having fun, then I think it's cool. Yeah, I'm sure it's fine, but I mean, like, it's, you know, she's got the movie coming out. It's just, it, it's all so manufactured looking to me, you know? I just, she's got this movie coming out. She's apparently like, I, whatever. It's, I, I just, it, I am a, in my mid-30s, mid to late 30s, um, Taylor Swift's music is not for me. That's fine. I, you know, I get that. Uh, I don't hate nor love her music. It's again. It's not for me. It's for it's for other people. The the the, the Swifties on the net though, man. They are they are something else. I yep. gotta tell you. Oh boy. Uh, but anyway, Taylor Swift rumors aside, we can uh, move on to, to week four. Uh, Thursday night, tomorrow night, my Detroit Lions head into Green Bay into Lambeau Field, uh, where we. Uh, Ended Aaron Rodgers' career in his last full game, I suppose. Although I guess the turf at Met Met Metal or MetLife or whatever uh, might have done it, man. But I, I maybe he'll be back. We'll see. Anyway, uh, the Lions and Packers are going to duel it out in Lambeau uh, for uh, first place in the NFC North on Thursday. Uh, last time we saw these two teams play in primetime, it was the uh, Week 18 last week in the Sunday Nighter when they knocked the Packers out of the playoffs. Uh, Packers will be looking for a little bit of revenge. Uh, this line opened up at Lions minus two, spent a lot of the time at Lions minus one and a half. Lions, uh, now it's now kind of settled at Lions minus one. And I'll bet it gets to Green Bay, uh, minus one before the game starts for tomorrow. Um, I, I, I have to say, I just, I never thought I'd see the day when the Detroit Lions were in Lambeau Field and would be a favorite wow like like going into lambo this has got to be the first time in my life this has ever happened where they're heading into lambo field as a favorite they, they weren't they weren't even a favorite last year in, in week nine they were definitely an underdog they came off the win i'm a little upset this is for first place in the nfc north because the packers should have lost that game uh to the saints on uh sunday it was such a a just a win that they absolutely pulled out of their ass if Derek Carr plays the uh, the full 60 minutes. I think the Saints win that game easily. Unfortunately, it was Jameis Winston, and they got too conservative. And uh, Packers did the right thing with the the classic going for the uh, with the going for the kick, uh, or sorry, going for the two point conversion when they were down two scores late and allowed them to win the game. 
And, oh, it was just, I just couldn't believe they won. That game was so bad. Jordan Love got all the, like, oh, he's a gamer. And I'm like, and he was so inaccurate in the first three quarters. God, I hated it. Uh, but here we are, the Packers. Can't believe it. Uh, favorite in Lambeau. Billy, what do you think? Lions currently giving one in Lambeau. Got to be the Lions for me. Oh, interesting. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I don't think Love is very good. I'm still not a believer. I, I look at the stats. I watch him play. I don't think he's that great, and I don't think he'll be the quarterback long term. Uh, I think Detroit looks good. I wasn't a believer at the beginning of the year, but they've looked better and better, so uh, I'm giving it to the Lions. He's, he was very, like, Love was very inaccurate. He missed some wide-open throws in that game that could have made that a lot closer. Um throws that would be considered easy, I guess, at the NFL level. But, yeah. I mean, LaFleur is scheming up some good stuff for them, but it's, I don't know. But, but uh, one of the things that will happen is they, they'll have, a, like, I assume they'll have most of their guys back for this game. They were missing a lot of guys. Like, Bakhtiari was out. Jones was out. They were missing a couple of their corners. Uh, I, I think a few, if not all of those guys, will probably be back uh, for the game tomorrow night. Uh, Craig, what do you think? Lions currently laying one in Lambeau, which I still can't believe. Uh, I think it's got to be like, isn't Detroit just better than Green Bay? Yeah, I think, like the, I, the the Packers should be one and two. The Packers should be one and two, and the Lions could easily be three and zero. Mhm. Uh, I don't know. I just there's a lot of ghosts, a lot of ghosts in that building for me. But I think I, I think I'm too close to this one with the Lions being favored in Lambeau. I could just I can kind of see my fate being. Oh, Jordan Love pulls something out, and they and they, the the Packers maybe get a maybe do something in the fourth quarter. The Lions shoot themselves in the foot in classic fashion, and then I got Jordan Love, you know, and then I have to hear three days of oh my God, Jordan Love, the Packers found their guy, top of the NFC North. Can you believe it? They did it again. I can just I can see. I, I think I'm too close to this one to properly call it gambling wise. I think I would go. I don't know. I think I would take the points with the Packers, which is you know. All of the Packers games so far, because they kind of don't, in Vegas, I don't know if they kind of don't know how to handicap uh, Jordan Love or whatnot, because the Packers have had a, a, a few of these one, one and a half. Like, they, they've been in the zone of, like, that New Orleans game started at New Orleans minus one and then moved to New, or New Orleans plus money or vice versa. I don't remember which. But it keeps moving through the zero uh, in Packers game to, like, one, one and a half on either side. And I think it's going to do the same for this, because I'll bet the Packers are favored by one before this game starts. Um, and you've needed that one point the way the Packers have played last day. Their, their last two games have been decided by one point. It's been, it's been nuts. Uh, also the Saints should have won that game completely missed the field goal. Uh, well, if Derek Carr doesn't get hurt, the Saints win that game. Yeah. Win it going away too. Cause and they just refused to open up with That Janus. was clearly the turning. That was yeah. clearly the turning. And, and I don't think Jameis necessarily played bad, but the, the Saints offense just, well, Jameis didn't they play just great, refused but the to Saints let him off- do anything. Yeah, the Saints offense wasn't generating much of anything when uh, when Carr was out of the game. All right. Uh, you guys are on the Lions. I'm just going to kind of take the points with the Packers and, and let history kind of dictate it. I Point. just know that the public is probably going to be all over Green Bay, too. Uh, all right. Uh, let's move to Sunday. And we got a little London game here. Uh, the Atlanta Falcons uh, head into Jacksonville. Head into Jacksonville, quote-unquote, because uh, Jacksonville is technically the home team for this game. And... They will face the Falcons. Jacksonville getting the alleged three-point home bump, but I guess they're familiar territory in London because they go there every year. 
I have... Man, I, I mean, I was on the Falcons last week. I switched them into one of my five. Huge mistake. Uh, Lions really got to them. Stop Bijan. Falcons couldn't do anything. They were in the red zone a bunch, but it felt like the, Lion, the Lions kind of did the whole bend, don't break thing, uh, which was actually kind of encouraging. Defense looked good. I just... The... I, I think this isn't going to be one of my five. I don't feel great about it, but I think I want the Atlanta Falcons. I don't like what's going on in Jacksonville right now, and I, I, I think they're it's not looking good, and I don't think heading to London to play is going to help these, Jag, these Jaguars. What do you think, Craig? Yeah, vibes are for sure off with Jacksonville, and like just the Houston game, it just felt, it just felt like a weird game. Like they, they really should have been able to move the ball in that game, and they couldn't. And uh, I, I know there were some line problems, but it didn't feel like Lawrence was getting that much heat in that game. Um, I'm I'm leaning Atlanta. I don't I don't love either side of this, but I'm leaning Atlanta. Yeah, I th- like at yeah. the end of the day, I think I'll have some 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 units on Atlanta, but it's it's this is going to be nowhere near my top five. I think Billy, what do you think? Yeah, it's the Falcons for me. I, I think Jacksonville's defense has been horrible. Um, I think there's going to be a lot of scoring going back and forth here, which will be good for the London crowd. They don't always see that. Um, but I think I'm going to want some of those points. So I'm I'm all about the Falcons here. I think they're somewhat evenly matched. I don't think the Jaguars are that much better than Atlanta. I wouldn't have said that week one. but Yeah, and like, we, we were all over that Houston plus nine last week. Like We laughed at that line. We couldn't believe that they gave, that Jacksonville was laying nine the way their their offense looking and shroud looks great and and uh so far and you know the odds for him have, for offensive rookie of the year have, have dipped uh, because he looks damn good so far um yeah it looks like also it's great he's out there yeah true 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 very true um which you know we'll wait and see if he is uh speaking of cj stroud though uh let's head to the first game of the one o'clock slate the steelers uh, land three in Houston. I like the Texans. I think I don't think they're going to be one of my five, but I think I like this spot for the Texans and the Steelers. Kind of a weird thing going on right now. Like their offense was was very bad in the first two weeks. Now, granted, they're playing the top two defenses in the league, so that you know obviously probably had something to do with it. Now they never in a million years should have won the Cleveland game, but they did. Uh, and then they go into Las Vegas on uh, Sunday night. And uh, look, math is hard, you guys. It's it's just math is 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 it's damn sure hard. And uh, it's it's one of those things that help the Steelers get a little victory there because it's 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 tough to know that six plus two equals eight, right? You know, like we didn't all know well, that, right? I saw that going around from one of the, like the big Swifty accounts. Someone saying, all right, here's the explainer. Uh, the cell first down works, and then a touchdown is worth six points, plus you might get one or two extra, and then a few goals worth three. So yeah. that tweet kind of went viral because, you know, we're explaining football to Swifties who may not necessarily watch football all the time. That's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, they had a great game, to be honest. But, they, you know, <laughs> they, they wanted to see Kansas City win. They did pretty good. Mm-hmm. Uh, nonetheless, uh, someone quote tweeted that with, only if only Josh McDaniels was a Swifty. <laughs> yeah, it was so. Much. And then the way he stood, the way he stood there was like, yeah, well, we need it too. It's like, you know what, Josh, you are so much more fucking smarter than me. Can I just say that? I just want to say you're the football god, man. That's why wherever you go, 
every it, like everything you touch turns to gold, man. You are so much more smarter than me, you fucking moron. God, what an idiot. Well, I, we're I, obviously getting. I think we're we're very much we're into topic. the territory. Yeah. Yeah, we are. But no, no I'm <laughs> just saying we're very much into the territory where it's it's, it's become pretty clear that um, success without Tom Brady is, I think, going to permanently elude this man. Yeah. No, he's he's uh, a, he's a nothing and, burger but, of a coach. I think an the, absolute nothing burger. Uh, the awkward conversation. You've got to start having it. Do we have to wonder whether success without Tom Brady is going to permanently elude New England's coach? Uh, not defensively. That will bug him for the rest of his life if it does. Not defensively, but if we want to talk about what, like... Uh, I just winning football games. Maybe. I can see that. I mean, I think Bill Belichick's biggest problem, right? I mean, the, the, the lack of dipping into getting quality uh, receivers and skill position guys um, that having Tom Brady elevated kind, you know, uh, Tom, having Tom Brady on your team elevated sixes and sevens at the skill position into eights and sometimes nines because Tom Brady was that good. Mm-hmm. Mac Jones ain't doing that. And Bill no. Belichick's still a defensive genius. He is absolutely a defensive genius. The first three weeks have proven that. That's why I've been on New England all three weeks, uh, despite the fact I think they've uh, covered one or two. Anyway. Yeah, they covered the Jets game for sure. Uh, yeah, they did not cover the, the other two weeks. Um, but, yeah, and Mac Jones is a horrible quarterback and, uh, quite frankly, a piece of shit. He, uh, like, diving spikes the, 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 up, nut-tapping sack with, with Sauce Gardner. Gardner is, is... Yeah, but, like, and he's that, also he, He's slidden. one of these guys now. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's what I'm going to say. There, there are guys like when 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 Mac Jones said, "Oh, you know, I didn't I didn't mean to do that." Mac, like Mac Jones, is in the area now where if something dirty happens involving him, he gets zero benefit of the doubt. Yeah. No one believes you when you say it was an accident because you keep doing this shit. Mm-hmm. You keep doing this shit. So yeah, he's in that. He's yeah, in the uh, he absolutely, he absolutely zone, I guess. Tried to punch Sauce yeah. Gardner in the dick, and and the, the people like I know there were some. New England fans trying to defend him, saying, well, you know, he, he didn't punch Sauce Gardner in the dick. Sauce made that up. So what we have video that mm-hmm. looks like Mac Jones punching Sauce Gardner in the dick. And that exact moment, Sauce Gardner gets real mad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Why do you think that happened? Like, it just uh, and, and like punch might be too strong a word. But he was, you know, he was he, he tapped him there. And, uh, and Sauce him. every yeah. Yeah. yeah, Sauce and everybody pretty pissed off about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just it's just yeah, not great. And and yeah, so but for New England it's been the whole like, what if we just completely abandon getting anybody that's remotely like a seven or above uh at, at any of the skill positions is coming back to haunt them because Tom Brady is no longer elevating those guys into eights and nines, like I said. And so that's what's killing them, but the defense is still damn sure there for the New England Patriots. And that's why we're gonna have to take them a lot. Not this week though, spoiler alert. But anyway, back to Steelers Texans. I kinda like the Texans. Um, getting the three at home, I it's it's just a classic home dog to me with a with a Steelers offense that I think is pretty damn mid right now, and I like Stroud and what they're doing. I like Bell. Uh, I I don't think it, they're gonna bust loose or anything, but I I, I just I can see Houston given uh just being a tougher matchup for the Steelers than people think. So I'm on the Texans. Billy, what do you think? Yeah, I'm with you. Uh, I I think Pittsburgh has looked terrible this year. They looked a little better. Um, but I still think that Stroud has looked much better than people anticipated. I, I thought Houston was a, a write-off this year, but he's looked okay. Uh, put up some epic numbers last week. 
Um, yeah, I like getting a few extra points at home with Houston here. Uh, what about you, Craig? Steelers laying three in Houston. Houston. All right. I just think that's the I just think that's the play. I don't I don't want to give up points to to bet on the Steeler offense right now. All right. Uh, moving on, the Atlanta, Atlanta, Jesus, the uh, Los Angeles Rams head into Indianapolis to take on the Colts. Uh, this line's seen some movement. It opened up Rams plus two, and uh, the Sharps came in and hammered the Rams. The Sharps and some dude named Matt Pierce came in and hammered the Rams, uh, and it's now down to uh, pick them this game. Uh, yeah, I mean, I like to, I, I like the the plus two. I was planning on reevaluating this if. Uh, if Anthony Richardson plays, he's still in the concussion protocol. As of this morning, uh, he's expected to return to practice tomorrow. Um, you know, he's, he's expected to return to practice tomorrow. He's taking the next step. If I mean, if he plays, I might reevaluate this. But if it's Gardner Menchu, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be on the Rams. I'm glad I got the plus two now that it's down to the pick. But um, I think my side in this one's going to be the Rams. What do you think, Greg? Uh... Yeah, I I don't I don't love this one either way. Uh, I'm gonna I, I'm gonna I'm gonna say Rams. I think that's I think that's the way I'm gonna go. I I, I do want to see what the, what Richardson's status is. He has practiced this week, uh, but he's still in the concussion protocol. We'll see. But uh, I'm 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 leaning Rams right now. But certainly not one of my five. Yeah, no, 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 nowhere near one of my five. Um, I do. Uh... I do like that Sean McVay has apparently just become Mr. I know what the spread is and I will do whatever it takes to cover the last two weeks. <laughs> Although some people, some people got on him for, for, because you know, when you're in that situation where you need the score and the field goal, you're supposed to kick the field goal first to conserve time. I wasn't as upset with what McVay did there in the final minutes of, uh, uh, of the Monday, where the Monday nighter there. Um, uh, against Cincy, because like he was on the one. I didn't like the fact that they called a draw for some reason on two with the clock ticking. Uh, I, I don't know. Maybe he outthought himself there and thought that they could just kind of be like, oh, they won't expect us to go running back draw here. We could just get this in and be on with our lives. And then all of a sudden they got stuffed and was like, whoops. Uh, yeah, so that I didn't get. But I, I, I was less adverse to that. Uh, and not just because I had the, the Rams plus the three and ended up pushing. But I, I was more like, yeah, I could kick the field goal here. It would make sense. But, you know, they were on the, like, half-yard line. You might as well just punch it in. And it's not like they weren't going to have, like, another minute uh, if they, uh, if they you know, recovered the onside anyway. But it is what it is. Uh, certainly nowhere near egregious as, as what the hell Josh McDaniels did. Uh, Billy, what do you think? Rams, Colts, currently a pick them. Yeah, it's Rams. Um, I like the Rams. I think – other than a couple interceptions last week from Stafford, like they, they should have won that game. Like Cincinnati played terribly. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think the Rams have been consistent all year, putting together decent offense and decent defense. Uh, I like the Rams in this one. Yeah, Rams couldn't get it done in the red zone. That was the difference in that game. Kept kicking field goals. Uh, next up, the Minnesota Vikings. Your boys, Billy, head to Carolina to take on the Panthers. This line's moved a little bit. Open up at Panthers. Uh, Plus three and a half. It's now plus four. Uh, so it's moving in your direction. Uh, personally, I think I like the Vikings at the four. Uh, sorry, I, not the Vikings. I think I like the Panthers getting uh, getting four. Uh, I'm not sure if the Vikings should be favored on the road as currently constituted. What do you think, Billy? 
I think that take everything you have and bet it on the over for fumbles. Oh, uh, no. <laughs> I, that's why I, usually one and a half one of fumbles lost. Oh, yeah. yeah. Madison could do that alone. Oh, uh, it's bleak. I, I, I think it's, yeah. I'm going to say Vikings just because I know they're better than this. But if you just watch the first four weeks and these were your first four weeks of football, you got to go with uh, the Panthers here. Minnesota's played poorly. They will probably continue to play poor. Uh, but Carolina's bad enough that if Minnesota gets 350 yards in the air, they have to score more than that, right? So I'm going to say Vikings as long as they can clean up those fumbles. Are the Panthers 0-3 as well? Is this another? Is this a back-to-back week of uh, of winless teams? Yes. So uh, the Vikings for the se- yeah. second week in a row will be playing a team without a without a victory. Um, all right. Uh, I'm on the Panthers. Billy's on the Vikings. Craig, first tiebreaker of the week. Uh, I'm gonna say Vikings. Just be and and like. Well, where are we at on Bryce Young? Because that would change well, how I feel about this great game question. a little bit, right? Uh, let me do a quick Google on Bryce. I haven't heard anything about Bryce Young playing, which would I don't lean... think we're going to see him. That was yeah. that was the last I heard. Wanted to, I wanted to see, confirm he, that. He's got By an ankle way. thing, right? Not a not a concussion. Yeah. So yeah. So right. yeah. So give, uh, give him I, a couple of weeks, I, right? Yeah, yeah. I understand it's the, the Vikings on the road here, but. This isn't this kind of the reverse of where the Vikings were last year, where they're kind of due for one of these games to kind of go their way at the end. So maybe I don't know. Uh, maybe they go zero and eleven this year in one score. Yeah, games. Would, could you imagine if they went zero and eleven in one score games? Oh. Well, the good news for the Vikings at that case would be that uh, uh, Caleb Williams uh, to Justin Jefferson would would probably create some Hall of Fame careers. Yeah, um, yeah I, uh, I, I I'm going to take the Vikings this week. I think they're due. Okay. All right. Uh, moving on, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers head into New Orleans to take on the Saints. Uh, the Saints who dropped a heartbreaker to, uh, I believe this one is for the top of the NFC South, if I remember correctly. Because uh, both these teams are 2-1, and one, coming off their loss, coming off their first loss in Week 3. Saints never should have lost. Uh, Saints are laying three, getting the three-point home bump uh, against the Bucs. I think... I don't feel strongly about this. I have a couple of units on the Saints minus the three right now. Um, but I might get off that if I find out it's Jameis and not Derek Carr, quite frankly. Because I really like this. I really like this Bucks defense. I know we just watched them get sliced up a little bit by... Uh, um, uh, uh, by the Eagles on Monday night. But I, I still think the Bucks, Like, if Devon White had that... Uh, not Devon White. <laughs> I can't remember the name of the uh, Devin White, isn't it? I don't know. Whatever the bad. They got too many guys named with the last name White on the Bucks. Uh, Devin White. De- it was Devin White, right? Yeah, Devin White had the uh, Blue Jays fan here said Devon White. Uh, De- Devin White uh, had that interception with the injured groin, and if he didn't have an injured groin, he easily takes that back for a pick six. But he started running, got 20 yards down the field, and was like, oh, no, and then kind of veered it out of bounds there because he was just in too much pain. Poor guy, uh, gutting it out like that. But, yeah, the, I, I think that box game was a little bit closer than the, the, the score indicated. But the Eagles are good. They're damn good. Um, I just I like the Saints side right now getting the three at home. If it's Carr, if it's Jameis. Check back with me later. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. Uh, what do you think, Craig? Uh, Saints laying three against the Bucks. 
the Saints. I, I, I know they had the awkward and, and ugly end against Green Bay, and I, I got burned on the Saints last week, although it looked pretty good in the first half. But the Saints are, are, are better. Tampa Bay, I think, was a smoke and mirror thing. We kind of saw it against the Eagles. And, and Tampa Bay, obviously, is not going to be dealing with an offense with the caliber of the Eagles this week, but um, especially if it's Jameis. But I, I just think that the Saints are the better team. I'm going to take the Saints here. All right, Billy, what do you think? Bucks saints Saints giving the, getting the three-point home bump. Yeah, I see them as pretty even here, so I want those points. I think we're going to have a good football game here. They're they're both decent teams. I know they struggled against the Eagles, but the Eagles are very, very good. Uh, and they looked good against the other teams they played. So I'm going with the Buccaneers here. I feel like you're getting uh, a few extra points to make it safe, but it's going to be a close game. All right, next up, the Washington Commanders head into Philadelphia to take on the undefeated Eagles, and the Eagles are laying eight points. It's opened up at seven and a half, and it's now Eagles laying eight. Um, This is going to be one of my five, and uh, if you don't have the stomach for it, I don't know what to tell you. Um, I'm I'm taking the Washington Commanders. The Commanders are uh, this very almost very same Commanders team. Uh, Beat the Eagles last year. Uh, took away their undefeated season. Um, I just think this is a bit too high. Uh, I think the commanders are playing some decent ball. I think they'll be able to get some pressure up front. Um, they have the bodies to maybe fight back against the tush push, which uh, right now seems uh, like the most unstoppable play in uh, the national football league. Uh, other than maybe a crossing route with Tyreek Hill left unguarded. Uh, and a uh, little stat that I found, uh, teams that score three points or less the week before are uh, 60% ATS the next week. So oh. the commanders fit that bill. They only had three uh, against Buffalo. And uh, I know they look really pathetic. It's just This just seems like a classic. Uh, one team looked too good, Eagles. One team looked really bad, commanders. So the public is going to be all over the Eagles laying the, the, the touchdown plus. And uh, I'm just going to come in and uh, take the commanders and hope the back door is open for Sam Howell there. Billy, what do you think? Eagles currently laying eight. I like every word of logic you just said, and I'm still taking the Eagles. Uh, <laughs> Fair. I, I, I think it is maybe a bit of an overcorrection, but I do think the Eagles are significantly better than Washington. Uh, I think the Eagles are one of the best teams in the league. Washington is not. Um, I don't see any reason why Philadelphia won't move the ball with ease, and I don't think Washington can keep up. So I'm willing to lay the points, but I don't love it. Commanders have guys that put the ball on the ground too, which is uh, scary. Uh, Craig, Commanders, Eagles, tiebreaker. Um, leaning Eagles, but don't love it. Like, I, I just, I, I just have, I want nothing to do with Sam Howell in this situation. Nothing to do with it. He's shown so, a little bit. He's, he's shown he's a good athlete, but he he was bad against the Bills. He was just really not good in that game. He made a lot of unforced errors. I just don't want anything to do with him going to Philadelphia. Fair. I think that was just one of those snowball games, though, against the Bills, right, where everything just kind of, you know, it went wrong from the get-go, and then everything kind of got away from him, and then the commander's guy started putting the ball on the ground, and they were three scores down, and Sam Howell's like, all right, i got to keep up with Josh Allen, so he started just – chucking it around and obviously that could happen the very same thing could happen with the eagles but i'm just i'm just gonna bank it doesn't happen uh two weeks in a row maybe i'm putting too much stock in that uh 
60% ATS when you score three or less. But it just seems like a classic one team looked really bad, one team looks really good, and I guarantee you all the money, uh, all the public money is going to be on the Eagles. But speaking of public money all on one side, uh, we have the Miami Dolphins heading into Buffalo to take on the Bills. Uh, a team that we mentioned earlier just put up a 70-burger and for whatever reason didn't kick the field goal to set the all-time record. Not sure why that was uh, like – I didn't quite get Mike McDaniel's We're not out here to embarrass teams, like McDaniel said. Yeah, after they but, were up uh, 70. Yes. and. Every, everybody was already pretty embarrassed. Like, yeah, it, it was like, it, and here's the thing. There, there are, there's, there's what, 57 Super Bowl winners? 57 Super Bowl winners? And every year yeah. that number is going to increase by one? There's only one highest score of all time, right? Mm-hmm. And True. you could have had it, Mike, and for some reason... You just didn't take it. I don't know why. Like, I just, I, I don't know. He should have kicked the field goal is what I'm saying. It, it's, it's, it's bad. That's it. You got a team that looks unbeatable. Uh, this is for the top of the AFC East. A, 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 a just an absolute juggernaut in the Dolphins going up against the Buffalo Bills. Uh, it's too bad they couldn't flex this into the Sunday nighter. I know their heart was in the right place with the Chiefs and the Jets at the beginning of the season, but unfortunately, uh, we've now got a nine and a half point road favorite uh, going up against uh, Trevor Simeon. <laughs> Maybe we'll see. Uh, but this game is not for the faint at heart. This is going to be one of my five. This is not going to be an easy one of my five, but sometimes you have to just take a breath and make the sharp play. And the sharp play here is you are getting the Buffalo Bills, a Super Bowl contending team with a good defense and Josh Allen at quarterback as a short home favorite laying the two and a half against a team that yes, looks unstoppable and has put up a just coming off, putting up a 70 burger. I believe the second 70 burger in the history of the, of the national football league. Um, I'm laying the points with the bills. They're going to be one of my five. Perhaps I'll keep losing money on the Miami doll, like betting against the Miami dolphins, but it is what it is. I'm, I'm falling back on, on just, Regular old adages here, and I'm laying the points with the Buffalo Bills, and I think they can win the game because it's just a classic. There isn't, like, there's everybody, the public is going to be on the Dolphins getting points. I can tell you that right now. The public will overwhelmingly be on a team that just scored 70 points, getting points the next week. Uh, Craig, what do you think? Bills, short home favorite, laying the two and a half. I agree with everything you said. Bills are one of my five. Oh, I love it. I love it. Anything you want to add before I throw to Bill? Or... <laughs> nope. No, all right, Billy. Your thoughts? Bills laying two and a half. Yeah, I'm not. Uh, I'm not exactly where you guys are. Uh, like the Bills last week looked dominant mm-hmm. against what Washington. Like it was not impressive. Yep. Yeah. Um, the last the two weeks before that, they honestly didn't look that great. Uh, whereas Miami's looked consistently great. Um, I, I think I'm going Miami here. Uh, I'm willing to lay a couple. Um, yeah, you get a couple points. Point. Yeah, like it's. I think it's got to be Miami here. I, I I think Miami has looked better this year specifically. Um, so I'm going Miami. All right, 
Okay, I wish I threw the bill first. Could have had a nice tiebreaker. Anyway, but it is what it is. Okay, we head to Cincinnati next. Sorry, we head to Tennessee. Cincinnati is involved. Uh, Tennessee uh, is... This line's moved a little bit. Uh, originally, it opened up uh, Tennessee getting three points at home, and now they're only getting two and a half. Some sharp money, and again, some sharp money, and some guy named Matt Pierce have put money on the Tennessee Titans at plus three. Um, this is easily going to be one of my five. Uh, I'll, I'll still give you guys the plus three if you want it. Um, I know Tennessee looked uh, really, really terrible last week. I just think the public is going to be overwhelmingly on the Bengals again I, after what they saw on Monday night. I don't think the Bengals looked great on that Monday night, and I think the Rams left a lot of points on the table in the red zone. Um, granted, and and uh, Burrow, does not, Burrow doesn't look in cl- anywhere close to himself. He looked a little better in that third and fourth quarter, but he still doesn't look. He did, but like you can still tell, he's not moving very well. It's not the same zip on the ball. The same, yeah. the same thread about going over the top isn't quite there. Like I, nah, I, 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 I'm, I'm with you. I'm, I'm taking Tennessee here. Yeah, I'm, I'm with, I'm with Tennessee getting the three points. And, and I know he didn't come through last week, but Vrabel is the dog god. That was just too much of a, of. A, well, Tennessee's of, problem is really they're off. <laughs> Tennessee's problem on the roster yes. is the offensive line. And, you know, I, I should have said this last week, but if there's going to be a team that's going to present you a problem, if your offensive line is an issue, Cleveland's the team. They just, yeah. they were terrorizing that guy. They've got the best defense in the league, and it's, it's not close right it now. Was it was Cleveland Browns, I think. They, yeah, they it, it, I, I, it's them or, or maybe the 49ers. Either way, yeah. it's uh, it, they're, they're tough to deal with. They're tough to deal with. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm going with the Titans. Craig's going with the Titans. Billy, what do you think? Yeah, I'm not betting on the Titans. I'm betting against the Bengals. They've looked bad. Uh, they they couldn't finish. They they got what like 37 field goals on Monday. Um, they, they have not looked good this entire year. Um, there's no reason to be betting money on them now. I I, I think it's got to be the Titans here. All right, last game of the one o'clock slate. Oh no, sorry, uh, second last game of the one o'clock slate, penultimate, if you will, uh, is a I believe the marquee matchup of the one o'clock slate. Quite frankly, the Baltimore Ravens head into Cleveland to take on the Browns, and this one is for tops of the AFC North. Uh, although I guess the Steelers are two and one themselves, so not technically for tops, but you know, someone to put yourself in a really good position. Browns laying three. Browns coming off looking really good uh, in a game. Against the Titans, uh, Deshaun Watson put an early pick six against behind him, and he, he looked pretty good as that game went on, um, getting better and better. Uh, meanwhile, the Ravens with a classic trap game, um, playing with your food, fumbling the ball all the time, uh, lost to the Colts that probably shouldn't have happened based on the way the game script went with that weird overtime. Um, that game, uh, the, the, the Colts-Ravens game, came down to uh, who had the best long-range kicker. Uh, one of those teams had Justin Tucker, and uh, that yep. team lost That team lost the game. In, in, in a Justin game that Tucker up... shorted a kick. Yep. I've never seen that. Justin yeah. Tucker shorting a kick like 61 yards, but he shorted it. Yeah. Yeah, it was it was strange. It was strange. It just can you imagine if I had told you, oh, <laughs> Ravens Colts is going to come down to a battle of which kicker uh, comes through, uh, and uh, yeah, no, it was the Colts guy whose name I don't even know. Uh, but yeah, that was it. Um, 
Cleveland land three against Baltimore. I think this is a great shot. I'm like the Cleveland Browns are going to be a team that I'm going to come in on a lot this year. Unfortunately, this is not the week. Uh, I love Lamar as a dog in this, this spot. Uh, it's dangerously close to being one of my five, I think. Um, and I want to grab it now because I think this is going to be two and a half, but uh, eventually. But right now, it's it's Baltimore plus three, and I'm going. I'm going. I'm taking the plus three. I, I want the Ravens this week for for a bounce back after an all time weird uh, trap game slash Justin Tucker missing kicks and guys randomly fumbling the ball. And a couple of those fumbles didn't even look like fumbles. It was weird. Anyway, taking the Ravens plus the three. Craig, what do you think? Uh, I want to see the injury reports on this game. Uh, fair. Fair. as we get closer to the week because the Ravens, we talked about offensive lines in Cleveland. The Ravens have been very banged up on the offensive line that caused them a problem against the Colts. So that's going to be a way worse problem against the Cleveland Browns. Now they might get Tyler Lunderbaum back for this game. He was limited practice today. So that's helpful for them. They might get Ronnie Stanley back limited practice today. That's helpful for them too, but they did not get any practice from Marlon Humphrey or Kyle Hamilton. So that's two guys in the secondary. They did not get practice from Odell Beckham Jr. or Rashad Bateman. That's two receivers. So, like, they're still a, a banged-up team. We'll see what things look like for them as we get closer to the game. But if they're without Linderbaum and they're without Stanley, that is going to be uh, tough sledding against Miles Garrett and friends. Yeah. Uh, so if you... Uh, water gun to your head if you had to pick someone right now who would you say I'm leaning Cleveland okay all right so for all intents and purposes Billy tiebreaker on this one yeah I I don't feel like I have a great read on either of these teams I I probably haven't watched enough but I I think Cleveland has looked consistently better I, I think the Ravens have looked better this year than they have in the past, but they might come crashing down a little bit here. So I'm going to go with uh, with Cleveland. All right. I think Craig brings up a good point, though. I think the play in this game is if you like the Ravens like me, get it now because if the injury report comes out and some of those guys are back, it's going to be two and a half, right? So that's yeah. maybe, maybe that's the way to play it. And if you're and if you're Cleveland, if you're on your guys' side, you just wait for that. See if you can get that two and a half. So. Uh, or at the very sorry. least, you wait for your uh, you wait to place the bet. Like, and if those guys get ruled out, like mm-hmm. maybe it gets to three and a half. But I would be surprised. Uh, yeah, I'd, no, I'd be stunned if they move this game to three and a half for sure. Uh, there's no way they give you the hook. I don't think. Um, I yeah, I'd be mildly stunned if you got a hook. Uh, last game of the one o'clock slate, <laughs> the ultimate toilet May bowl. I? Two teams, Craig, if you will, please. <laughs> We don't even need to talk about who the teams are. We don't need to talk about this game. Scott Hansen, do not show this game. I don't care who's involved. Like, <laughs> unless Ariana Grande shows up with one of the Broncos, no one show this game. Oh, man. Uh, I mean, we have to talk about this from a gambling standpoint. Uh, it's, this has to be the first time in the history of the Crossover Podcast the Broncos made the Scott Hansen game of the week, right? Cause, oh, no, like, it happened last year, too. It did last year? Oh, yeah, I guess there were a couple of things last year. How long the offense was last year? Yeah, you're right. Because the Lions for sure have in the history of the podcast. Uh, The Vikings maybe once. I I don't think so. Once or twice, but also maybe not because you've always had. uh, But, I mean, you know, for the, you know, for the early parts of the podcast. The Vikings have all, like, here's, the, here's the thing. In the Adrian Peterson era, the Vikings were never the Scott Hansen game because Adrian Peterson was such a fantasy-relevant player. 
Fair. And the Justin Jefferson, the Viking era, the Vikings never been the Scott Hansen team either. So maybe there was some, yeah. some non crossover in there. But even then, the, when they had like Diggs and Thielen, this was like even like no matter who the quarterback yeah. was, the offense yeah. was pretty passable, right? So mm-hmm. yeah, I don't think they've right. ever been seen. Not winning. Oh, the offense is good. The offense yeah. is good. Mm-hmm. The defense needs to be able to get the ball on the field, but the offense is good. They could just not fumble the football. That would be helpful. Yeah. Um. So it's anyway. I, I like Chicago in this game. I don't like. Yeah. Well, I, I, it, you have to have. This is a, a classic pros Joe's matchup. This is a team that just gave up seventy and had their coach fighting with the with the uh, uh, with the guys in in the you know the post game presser and whatnot. I, I mean, the Broncos' offense is moving it. The Chicago Bears look dead, look lifeless. Not only are both these teams 0-3, uh, record-wise, they're both 0-3 against the spread. So something's got to give in this game. But the Bears are getting 3.5. You're getting the hook at home. This is a pros versus Joes matchup. They're like, I doubt the Joes will even come in on this game, quite frankly. But if they do, they're coming in on the Broncos because at least there's at least been signs of life from on one side of the ball from the Broncos being the offense, whereas the Bears have got nothing. Um, but you have to take the Bears. This is I'm sorry, this is a team that just gave up 70 points and now they're a favorite on the road. All, all the Swifties are going to be on Denver after <laughs> what they saw last. Week. Uh, <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> Yeah, uh, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm taking the Bears. I, I don't understand how you can give up three and a half points to bet this Denver team on the road right now. No, I, I don't get it either. Billy, what do you think? Yeah, I, I mean, it's, it's just got to be the Bears. But yeah, stay away from this one. Uh, I don't even think it's a stay away. I think it's a great spot for the Bears. <laughs> yeah, but you might have to watch it if you put a lot of money on it. Fair, yeah. Or you could just do the Brad Pitt and Moneyball thing, where it's like. You know, place your bet and then walk away. Go start working out and be like, I don't watch the games. <laughs> uh, all right, one o'clock slate. Broncos Chiefs. Scott Hansen game. Uh, Ravens Browns is uh, the marquee matchup. All right, uh, we got three afternoon games. Uh, first up, we got the Raiders and the Chargers. Uh, Chargers currently laying three and a half. Open up on the Raiders plus six. Uh, or sorry, Chargers plus five, minus five and a half. I said three and a half. It's minus five and a half. Open up Raiders plus six. Sharps came in on the Raiders, which makes sense because as bad and as inept as Josh McDaniels is, we're not sure if Jimmy Garoppolo is going to play in this game. It's the fucking Chargers, man. The Chargers can't be laying six against anybody. You got to take the, it's, it's a, it's not quite hold your nose territory, but you got to take the Raiders. You got to do it. Uh, you, you're not technically getting the best of the number but it's just it, it is what it is like it's just the Chargers is a large favorite do I have to say anything more to you guys Billy what do you think Chargers laying five and a half yeah division game like this they usually have lines that are higher than they should be because they end up being a little closer um neither of these teams dramatically better than the other one in my opinion so I feel like you're getting a couple free points there so I'll, I'll take the the Raiders like, I, I wouldn't be surprised if the Raiders fucking won this game. I don't know why I cussed there, but I'm just saying the Raiders, the Raiders, I wouldn't nah, be Raiders like, are one of my stunned. five. Yeah, like, I wouldn't Raiders be stunned. Five. Like, this is going to be, this is going to be a home game, the Raiders. That's yeah. Like, little, little that. And not even, like, a little home game, like, 80%, 90% Raiders fans, yeah. right? Like, it's, it's, yeah, I don't get it. You got to take the Raiders, and I agree, Craig, they're, they're going to be one of my five. Uh, next up, the New England Patriots. 
head into Dallas to take on the Cowboys. Cowboys coming off uh, knocking a fair number of people out of their eliminator pools after a crazy loss to the uh, Arizona Cardinals that I had a shamefully I did not get on that Cardinals plus 12 and a half at home. It, it's just, I, I completely outthought myself. I was Josh McDaniels, not able to add up six and two together, at, at, you know, on the four yard line or whatever the hell it was there uh, with myself in that last, in, in with the Cardinals game. Cause I, I just got so spooked by the way the Cardinals looked in the, in the, the first half of the two games versus the, the, the second half of the two games where it looked like they just went out there and were like, all right, here's how we're just going to quit now. And I got scared off of it, and I'm just I'm, I'm so ashamed that I didn't get in on that, that 12 and a half. It's a spot that in the past I never would have missed that. Um, shame on me for, for not sticking like hard on that one as, as like I should have. But uh, that said, I think this is a great buy low spot for the Cowboys because uh, I, 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 I think if the Cowboys had a beaten the Cardinals, even if they – let's say they don't even cover the 12 and a half. Let's just say they beat them by, you know, four or five. Um, I think this is – you're giving up more than seven here. I think maybe you're giving up ten. Yeah. And the Patriots, as good as they were um, defensively, it was there. Zach Wilson had three shots in the final five minutes of that of, of that game against the Jets to, uh, or sorry, uh, between the Patriots and the Jets to just do anything and take that game from the Patriots and just couldn't do it because he's Zach Wilson and he's trash. Um, I'm going to be on New England pretty much every week just based on them getting numbers like this with the with the Patriots defense. I just don't think this is the week. I might I'm I'm thinking about laying the seven with the Cowboys. Craig, what do you think? Uh, yeah, Cowboys. Uh, that's that, I'm I'm with you on Dallas. I think that they're going to make it a very miserable day for the Patriots offense. Yeah, yeah it's one of the things that's weird. You just you know you get you know Bill Belichick versus Mike McCarthy. You know that's that's not not what you want. Uh, Billy, what do you think? Cowboys laying the seven. Yeah, it's the Cowboys. I, I think you're right. You're you're looking at a ten and a half or eleven if they just go take care of business against the Cardinals. Um, I'll assume that was a a one-off and that they're the team we saw the previous two weeks and I'm going Cowboys here. All right. So clean sweep on the Cowboys land seven from here. Uh, next up the aforementioned Arizona Cardinals head into San Francisco to take on the 49ers uh, 49ers laying 14 points before we get into the gambling aspects of this game. I just want to say it damn sure looks like the Cardinals hired a good coach. Don't you think Craig? Uh, yeah. It's, it's hard to say this about a guy who uh, has coached three NFL games and one of them he blew a 20 of nothing lead, but yeah, it looks okay. Fair, um, yeah. But I, I'm yeah, just... No, I, 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 that, that Giants game just scared the shit out of me, just how that that second half went where it looked like they were tanking, which is just why I got scared off of the Cardinals. But, I mean, obviously they're not. I, I, I like this coach. I think he's pretty good, and he's doing some things with Josh Dobbs, who they finally got his jersey on sale at the uh, Arizona Cardinals store this week, apparently. Uh, that said, you don't hear Matt Pierce say, hey, take the team that's uh, laying 14 points. Uh, but, yeah, I'm going to do that this week. It's not going to be one of my five, but in, in I'll have units on the 49ers laying the 14 this week, and I'm 
pretty sure this is going to be our survivor pick for the for the week. Uh, Niners with the super rest. Cardinals already coming off the upset uh, from the week before. It's just a spot to take the Niners. Uh, not going to be one of my five, but I'm going to be laying the 14 with the Niners this week. Uh, Billy, what do you think? I think you got more stones than me. I can't lay 14 with anybody. I mm. Not in the NFL. I I think it's got to be the Cardinals here. Uh, here's hoping the Cardinals put a great – I would love to see them come out here and beat San Francisco after beating Dallas. I don't see it happening, but I think it'd be cool. Uh, I think it's just too many points in the NFL. I'm taking the Cardinals and for no other reason other than the number. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, Craig, tiebreaker on this one. I'm doing – like I think, the, I think the 49ers are the best team in the league. I really believe that, and I'm taking the Cardinals. Fair. Okay. I just 14 smith. 14 too many. Yeah, I mean, I just I don't know. Maybe I'm square. Maybe I'm square. Hey, hey you know what? No, just, no, no, no. Yeah. no, no, no. You think there's a chance the Cardinals just came off their Super Bowl. They win, they beat Dallas, yeah. and that seems great. And then this week they just get their doors absolutely blown off. Like that that is yeah. on the table. I'll tell you this right now. The Cardinals ain't gonna be one of my five. Yeah. I I, I just think that's what it is. And the Niners have the extra rest. Chance to go four and zero. I just I don't I don't see it. Who are they playing next week? Let me just check and see if there's any trap game potential. Well, they're playing the Cowboys next week, so the trap game potential is certainly there. That's going to be the Sunday nighter, and I think that's going to be our first good Sunday nighter of the weeks or of the year so far. Um, yeah, I I don't know. Maybe I'm mental. I just I I missed on the Cardinals last week, and I feel like if I take the Cardinals fourteen this week, I just I, I missed the week to take the points with them. And now I want to lay the points against them. I, I just, I still think it's San Francisco. I think they're going to blow the doors off the Cardinals, but again, I, it's not going to be one of my big five, but I will have a couple units on, on the 49ers. Uh, all right. Two games left Sunday nighter, Kansas city chiefs versus the nine jets in MetLife. Uh, unfortunately, like I said, the, uh, schedule makers had their heart in the right place when they booked, uh, what they thought was, uh, Patrick Mahomes and the defending, uh, Super Bowl champions, against uh, Aaron Rodgers and a damn good defense. But right now it looks like it's going to be either Zach Wilson, for the love of God, or Trevor Simeon, who uh, the Jets signed yesterday. Uh, I guess the question I have for you guys is, is four and a half-ish days uh, enough to get Trevor Simeon ready to start this game over Zach Wilson? What do you think, Craig? Uh, Probably not. Uh, I think you can give him at least another week. Uh, Just because... Even best case, Trevor Simeon is not that far ahead of uh, Zach Wilson. I do have some breaking news, though, about oh. this particular football game. No. Uh, well, uh, we were talking about whether this game should be flexed. I'll tell you right now, NBC ain't going to want to flex it after this. Mm. According to a variety of the celebrity news sites, Taylor mm. Swift is going to be at this game. Oh yeah, I, I I think I tweet. I didn't I text that to you, Craig. I said they should yep. flex out. They should flex it out for Dolphins Bills. But I think the, the the specter of Taylor Swift looming over this game was probably too much for 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 even NBC to do that. Uh, oh, so, like well, nailed it because she's well, going. She, yeah, well, if she's going to be in the box. Then uh, they they've got to set a line on how many times they cut to. Uh, cut to, to T Swift in the uh, in the box, right? Like it's just got to be. It's gonna be. Do they get to double digits? What do you think, Bill? Of course they do. <laughs> I think they'll probably see more. 
No, it'll be at least five cuts if she's there. At least. <laughs> With all the tracking she got in the last week, they're loving well, it. Let's just think about this. Like, what What's going to be more interesting? Taylor Swift uh, hanging out in a luxury box with Travis Kelsey's mom or whoever, or the Jets offense? Which of those two things do you think America wants to see more? <laughs> Tell you right now. I know it's not the Jets' offense. I don't care who's playing quarterback. Like I can, uh, as, I can honestly as, as see them doing Taylor Cam. Came out. They said yeah. if you're going to, if you're willing to watch the Chicago Bears, the New York Jets in person two consecutive weeks in a row, you must really like this guy. <laughs> <laughs> she obviously really likes this guy. Oh mercy. Uh, okay, uh, gambling wise on this one, uh, Chiefs. It opened up at Chiefs minus 10, and it's now Chiefs minus 9.5. Because, again, the Sharks and some lonely dude named Matt Pierce uh, came in on the Jets plus the 10. Not going to be one of my five, but I but it's 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 plus 10 with damn good defense. I'm sorry. Uh, you you got you to gotta take the Jets. And, and I don't know. The Chiefs might have some, I don't know, extracurricular stuff going on this week that might be distracting the team from maybe getting off to a hot start against the Jets. I don't know. It did not like, distract them against the Bears. Well, it wasn't. It, it wasn't this level last week. It was not this level when oh, the prep was, was supposed know, to be. Yeah, yeah. It was this level because no one knew she was going to be there. She just showed exactly. up. Exactly. Exactly. Travis, Kelsey, or to Patrick Mahomes at least, Travis Kelsey told him on Friday morning. That did he? That okay. Was the, okay. The guys in the team. Because, like, I guess the way Patrick Mahomes told the story is like they're just like finishing up practice and talking about the game, and Travis like, oh yeah, by the way, Taylor's going to come to the game on Sunday. And, Mahomes, what? And yeah, yeah. so he just he just casually dropped. Oh yeah, the, the most famous pop star on the planet is going to be at our game on Friday uh, on Sunday. Anyway, I'll see you. I'll see you tomorrow. So yeah, oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> if they, they 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 were aware of her presence coming up for the previous game. We'll see if if the media like, this week uh, is going to change thing. But there's going to yeah. be a team to have a media circus before you play. Jets may be the team. <laughs> That's true. I just you're still taking the ten. Like this is a the this is I, the hold I, your you probably are. This is the hold your nose play of the week for me. Uh, is uh, you're taking the Jets plus the ten. Uh, I, I, here's what I say: If it's well known she's at this game, this will be the highest rated NBC Sunday night game of all time regular season. Yes. Yes. Very good point. No. Yeah. I'll tell you right now, my five year old Swifty daughter. When I tell her about this, she's gonna want to watch that game. <laughs> yep, yeah, fair enough. But I just it was going to be on I, at your anyway. Yeah. Oh, I know. I, I, but I'm just saying that like there's going to be people who otherwise would not have watched this football yeah. game that are going to watch it, and she. Uh, there you go. So, uh, I I suspect it's going to be a lot of eyeballs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very good chance. It's the high. I mean, could it outgross the actual Super Bowl? I don't know. I don't uh, think so. Uh, no, but it'll be the highest rated regular season game NBC's ever had. I'm willing to, I'm willing to make that bet. Maybe just the, maybe the highest rated uh, NFL game of or regular season game of all time. I wonder. I wonder what I that is. That is that is on the table. Yeah, that, that is, is probably on the, on the table. Um, yeah, I, so I, I'm I'm on the Jets. Craig sounds like you're on the Jets. Uh, Billy, what do you what do you think on this one? Chiefs currently laying nine and a half. Jets, too many points on the road. Yeah. Agreed. Uh, all right, Monday night, Seahawks Giants. Again, not what we thought it was going to be when we made the schedule at the beginning of the year. Uh, this line opened up at Giants minus one and a half, and is now a pick 'em. I, 
this is such a rat line that it's making me want to take the freaking Jets. Like, why is this game a pick Why did the Giants open up as a one-and-a-half-point one favorite? I get it. They've got super rest because they played on the on the Thursday night last week and got freaking embarrassed in the Thursday night game. Um, so, I, I, you know, you figure Dable and they'll have all his ducks in a row for this one. Seahawks haven't exactly – like, they've looked good, but they don't exactly look like world – they don't look like a team that can't get got. Uh, so – I, get, I think I'm just taking the New York Giants and picking them. It's just such a fishy line that um, I'm I'm leaning towards the Giants. What do you think, Bill? Uh, do you have me to pick them now? Yeah, pick them. Yeah, just yeah, Giants, Giants. I'm going to take the home team there. I, I think the Seahawks are better, um, mm-hmm. but I think just going on the road might give you the edge. They're not that different. I'm going with the Giants. Yeah. All right. Uh, Craig, what do you think? Giants, Seahawks, pick them. Seahawks. Seahawks. All right. Uh, like I, I don't like I, I don't think I, these teams are very good. Um, but if I'm taking one of them, it's the Seahawks. All right. Ah, uh, it's just such a rat line. Like, why did that open up at Giants minus one and a half? That's. It's just so strange to me. It's like they were begging you to put the one and a half on the Seahawks. And I'm just like, I don't trust you, Vegas. I'm going to bet the Giants. Uh, So that's it. Um, All right. Before we make our picks for week four, we need a little survivor pool pick. uh, Since, like I said, we managed to survive week three, 2023. One of the great survival pool apocalypses uh, of all time. Uh, Just points. Yeah, 49ers, right, guys? I'm just I'm just writing yep. 49ers down in in pen on this one, and uh, we move on with our lives. We we t- this is what we set up for last week, right? Like we we thought about taking the Niners uh, in the Thursday game against the Giants, which we would have been right, but we said no, let's take Kansas City because that's probably Kansas City's best spot of the year, and then this will be the 49ers' best spot of the year, uh, and and especially with the Cardinals already having got their upset the week before, I don't I don't see any reason where where you're taking San Francisco if you're still alive in week four and haven't moved them yet and are moving on with your life. Um, yeah, that's it. San Francisco. Uh, all right, week four. Billy, you uh, won week three. Why don't you go ahead and uh, kick us off uh, for week four? Give us your final five, which is subject to change. <laughs> the week I on. do that. I'm going to take the Cowboys. I'm going to take the Buccaneers. I'm going to take the Rams. I will take the Texans. And I'm going Dolphins. Ooh, interesting. Okay. Craig, week four, who you got? I'm with Bill and against Bill. So I'm with Bill on the Texans. Mm-hmm. I uh, am ag- against Bill on the Bills. I'm taking Buffalo. I am taking the Raiders. I am taking I, this this is a tough week for me. This is there there were not a lot of lines that I love this week. Um but uh yeah, I've, I I keep going back and forth on it. I think I'm going to take the Titans. Okay. Um 
And my last one is going to be... You know what? Let's just uh, let's, let's 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 make it the Vikings. Okay, so I'm going to be with you on most of these, Craig, but I'm going to fade you on one. Um, I'm fading. Uh, I'm with you on Tennessee, Craig. Uh, I'm with you on Buffalo, and I'm with you on Las Vegas. Uh, I'm going to go Washington plus the eight as my fourth, and then I'm fading that Minnesota thing. I'm taking Carolina plus the four. Um, so Titans, Bills, Panthers, Commanders, Raiders uh, for Matt Pierce this week. As always, card subject to change. Watch uh, the Twitter accounts and whatnot to see uh, when we lock in, because I usually lock in them about, you know, like 1230 before the games start. Um might not be able to do this week because I am super busy on Sunday. So we'll see how that goes. Um, uh, that is it for this week. Crossover podcast available at the crossover podcast.com, facebook.com slash crossover podcast and iTunes. Please rate and subscribe five stars only. We're also on pretty much any podcast that's out there. Uh, if uh, we're not, let us know and email us at contact at the crossover podcast.com. Uh, and let us know and we'll get up on uh, whatever podcast you happen to be using that we're not on. Uh, and as always, you do not have to listen, but please download the Crossover Podcast. Uh, that's it for week four. And uh, hopefully we'll do well in our picks, uh, get on to our survivor pick, and then move on to week five with some, some money in our pocket, hopefully. Uh, Bill, Craig, as always, pleasure doing this with you. Take care, everybody, and we'll talk to you next time on the Crossover Podcast. <laughs>